everybody, so he went, that's got me bail in it. You know, thank you, and uh, for all the competition, I will be uh, cornering the market on uh, Charisma Free. So, um, what do you think? Mitch McConnell, next? That could be good, couldn't it? Um, uh, thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. Well, isn't that a news flash? Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Podcast. I'm the church lady and this is not church chat. Well, Christian Bale, very interesting declaration. Hmm. Who could be causing Batman himself to have a Patrick Bateman moment and to say that he was inspired by Satan? To play Dick Cheney, the Veep of 2000 and 2008, who basically ran the country where George W. was digging up armadillos in Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that special? The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by guests like the church lady and Christian Bale's declaration, so much so that the Church of Satan has already, well, I won't read their statement because I'm the church lady and it has nothing to do with me. Hit it, Pearl. Pearl, hit it. Um, I've got to look at this table and say thanks to everybody here. Megan, oh my God. Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. Oh, yes. Um, Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. You know... Christian Bale, he played Satan and basically American, I almost said, American Psycho. <laughs> you know, my favorite moment. I hated that film, but I have to say, when he says, look at her asshole, don't just look at it, eat it. And she eats it, you know? I mean, he he's about making things happen. And... Of course, I can never listen to Phil Collins the same way. You know, this is Susudio, and he's fucking them to Phil Collins. <laughs> su, su, it's like the whale. Oh, yeah. Watch my close up. Oh, fuck yeah. And then he does that, you know, bicep pose. I mean, damn. Could Leonardo DiCaprio have played that? No. Leonardo DiCaprio is nice, sweet. He did The Revenant. Hey, it's great. But he's got those blonde locks. He doesn't have that Christian Bale cock. You know what I'm saying? This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. And we are just, oh my goodness, well, me. You know, the Golden Globes just sucked. I mean, I literally was falling asleep. And I'm, I'm being very honest. I thought, what is wrong with me? Is it the weather? Is it because it's raining outside that it's my party and I'll cry if I want to, you know? Throwing fits like the man in the White House who just loves to throw fits every single day. And you know what happens, people, when you throw fits like that? Nobody gets paid. Nobody gets paid. No. Basically, he's telling everyone to eat cake he's looking for money to build the wall i'm talking about the wall you know not pink floyd's the wall 
Not the Berlin Wall. No. The wall. Is it called a Trump wall? I don't know. Is Mexico going to pay for it? Hell no. Are you kidding me? They're Mexico. They're not stupid. Give me a break. I'm half Mexican, I should know. We ain't. It goes all the way back to the treasure of the Sierra Madre. Badges? I don't need to show you no stinking badges. Yeah. That one's for you. You know, I've given many cups of shut the bleep up. But, you know, sometimes I feel I should just play that clip of the bandits. From the treasure of the Sierra Madre to send a message. And even John Houston himself said when, you know, Dick Cavett. So, John, what kind did you use extras for? Sierra Madre. Oh, no, those were really bandits. Yes. You know, you treat them right and they'll appear in your picture for you. John Houston was as wild as they come. I mean, just ask daughter Angelica Houston. She loved her father, but she also knew that when it came to the wine, women, and song, it was a continuous after party. Continuous, yes. Not like the Golden Globes, which really weren't an after party, but a mundane show filled with no humor. Sandra O, oh, no humor. Sandra O, oh, no humor. You know, let, let's forget the, the other person that hosted with her. Or can we even call that hosting? How about coasting? Coasting along, people. You know, some people are controversially saying to me, well, you know, you just don't understand. I definitely understand. And when Brian Singer was not mentioned in the speeches, hmm. What does that tell you about that win for Bohemian Rhapsody, which was directed, most of it, by Brian Singer? Then he was fired. Then the other guy took over. And who got full credit by the Directors Guild of America? Brian Singer. So basically, you're supporting a film made by Kevin Spacey's Boy Wonder. Yes, because they're both in trouble and they both should be brought to justice. You know, I don't know. Or I do know. I know that there there is just humor to be found in all of it. Of course, Kevin Spacey rolled up into court, basically looking like something from the good, the bad, and the evil. I'm not going to even say ugly. He he had a hat that would have made Ian McKellen go, You, my dear, are the dumbest queen want to be to have us take foot to say that you're gay after trying to deflect controversy and to wear that stupid hat with a scarf you are not doctor who and you my dear are not british yes he's not british you know oh i want to go and i want to be in control of the old vic so i can get some dick that was kevin spacey's major major goal Yes, I always knew he was gay. And and I think it's sad that, you know, he hit it. And, you know, he also. I mean, I don't know. It's it's the court is in session, shall we say. Brian Singer. I've heard so many stories over the years. I mean, how can you not believe them? How can you not? 
<sighs> I don't know. I didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody. I like some of it, and then, you know, I don't know. I liked Venom much better. You know, I've talked about that. How eating people, bad people, he could have just eaten the cast of that movie. It would have been such a better movie. Uh, the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. He could have just eaten Freddie Mercury right up, you know? We wouldn't have had, to, well, I'm sorry, Rami Malik, you know? Rami, Rami's all butthurt because Nicole Kidman wouldn't shake his hand. Well, hey, she's got Botox running through her veins. She can't even hear you anymore. The Botox is pumping, it's pumping. Did someone make a sound? Oh, yes, it's my Botox. Makes me feel so original. Keith Urban, I need another feed, Daddy. You know, she's she is hooked up to a Botox pump 24-7. Then it makes the ants slide off her face to their deaths. You know, Aquaman should have been called, and then there's Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I mean, it was chicken of the sea. She could have been on that can of tuna, you know? In fact, every time I mention Aquaman, I just have to have a tuna sandwich in tribute to how crappy that movie was. But the tuna, the tuna sandwich was so good. And I know how to make them. Because, you know, like Whitney, I learned from the best. And pussy just has to taste just right. <laughs> yes. Uh, flying along by the seat of my pants sometimes. The new year has been here for, this is day seven, lucky seven. Okay, we're going to talk about some lucky sevens. In a few weeks, the Academy Award nominations are coming out. So, here's what's going to happen, okay? All right. Glenn Close has been nominated this week, so far, six times for the Academy Award. The first time for The World According to Garp, Best Supporting Actress. Second time, The Natural, Best Supporting Actress. Um, The Big Chill, Best Supporting Actress. Dangerous Liaisons, Best Actress. Fatal Attraction, Best Actress. She's not going to be ignored. Come on. That's the best moment from that. I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then her sixth nomination for Albert Nobbs. Playing a woman posing as a man to get what she needs. She does it very brilliantly. And she lost that Oscar to three-time winner Meryl Streep. Meryl wanted it badly. So did Glenn, though. Next week, Glenn will be nominated. I am very sure of this. I will bet $20 on the podcast. (laughs) Then I have to put it back into the show. Glenn will be nominated, Glenn Close, for her seventh, seventh Academy Award nomination for Best Actress for The Wife. She will win. The Golden Globes are not always a good forecaster. But here is the thing. She has given that speech. That speech was on the nightly news. When your speech is on the nightly news, you're bringing Oscar home, honey. You're bringing it home. You know, uh, 
originally it was a race between well, a tight facial race between Lady Gaga for Star is Born and Olivia Coleman in The Natural. I mean, the favorite, The Natural. Where's my brain at? Now the Oscar is between Olivia Coleman, the favorite, and Glenn Close, the wife. Yes. Now I loved Emily Blunt in Mary Poppins Returns. And if she were to win, that would be great. Surprise. But when you have been nominated seven lucky times and the seventh time, 777, is the charm. And I'm saying this on the seventh day of January. Glenn Close, you're going to win the Oscar. After 30-something years being nominated you're going home with an Oscar. Look at, look at, for instance, last year. You have Gary Oldman. Brilliant, brilliant actor. The, uh, I mean, the chameleon of all chameleons. He played, he played fucking Dracula. Okay? He sucked the life out of Winona Ryder that she just left Johnny Depp and now he's wino forever, you know? Oh my God. When you, hey, when you've ridden Dracula's cock like Winona Ryder did, you would leave Johnny Depp in a second. Johnny who? Oh, yeah. And those British cocks are really big. I mean, and they're sometimes uncut, you know. I should know. <sighs> Gary Oldman. A lot of controversy about him, but who cares? Fuck it. He won. Now, that was his second nomination. His first nomination in his entire career was for Tinker Taylor Soldier. Spy, sorry. In his entire 30-something year career. His second nomination, second, was for playing Winston Churchill. And he won brilliantly. Brilliantly. So sometimes you're long overdue. Sometimes you've never been nominated. Sometimes you'll never be nominated again. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow 20 years ago she won that Oscar and gave a very bratty speech you know it is a new day it is a new world I watched Shakespeare in Love and all I could think was damn Judy Dan she won for that hey I wasn't thinking oh Gwyneth she's so amazing this oh this ingenue on, and she's crying right now for her Oscar speech. And Jack Nicholson is looking at her thinking, I'd love to bang that. <laughs> you already did. It's called Laura Flynn Boyle. <laughs> Skinny, dark haired, but not Gwyneth. Maybe a tribute to Gwyneth when cigarettes had wings. Oh, my God. Gwyneth Paltrow. 20 years one nomination, one win. Where has your career gone? Oh, you're in the Avengers movies. Where you make a, you know, you have a minor role. It's not like you're Black Widow. She's never been nominated. Isn't that an injustice? I love Scarlett Johansson. I loved her in Lost in Translation. Oh, and poor Bill Murray, who didn't win the Oscar. But you know, when you're up against Sean Penn... Anything can happen. <laughs> Isn't that right, Mickey Rourke? <laughs> 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 
But see, my my friend and his husband said it best. That, that I think that was the year they got married too. Not Mickey Rourke, but my friend and his husband. They've been together for years. Um, he said to me that you know, <laughs> or no, he says to my friend, he says, you know, that Marissa Tomei should get an Oscar, and he's like, why? He says, well. For having to kiss that ugly, you know what, Mickey Rourke. I mean, when you have to kiss him on screen, you should at least get something. <laughs> uh, uh, isn't that great? It's true, you know. They, men, pay attention. Are you going to go and get a facelift after that? Are you kidding me? Look at Mickey Rourke. Talk about nine and a half weeks. The horror sequel. Um, now we're going to talk really extensively about Glenn Close. Um, when I think of Glenn Close, of course, we all think of it. Not just Sarah Plain and Tall, but we also think about Fatal. Where is it? Come on. Fatal Attraction. Not Fat Attraction. I, I typed in the wrong thing and Weird Al Yankovic came up. Fatal attraction. Because, you know, and yeah, she lost to Cher. And I love Cher. I love Cher. I loved Moonstruck. And, you know, in a perfect world, you could have a tie right there. <laughs> but it didn't happen. Um, I think, well, it didn't so much stop people from having affairs. It, it did scare the shit out of them from having them. I mean, you know, especially if you're Michael Douglas. Um, Let's see here. Fatal Attraction. The Boiled Bunny. We don't need to see that. Oh, this is great. This is the line, people. I hope she says this if she wins the Oscar. When she wins, sorry. I'm not going to be ignored, Oscar. Michael Douglas overacting. not she's not gonna be ignored okay let's hear that again shall we calls you change your number i'm i'm not gonna be ignored then Woo. yeah I mean, Glenn Close. What up? Um, okay, for, for fun, let's play the... I, I don't like seeing boiled bunnies. No. 
What's this? Oh, we don't need to see the... I think everyone has an idea about this movie. You know? Everyone. Um, I love the world according to Garp. Because it's so off the wall. Perfect for Robin Williams. For, you know, John Lithgow. You have to watch it to really believe it. I mean, it's like watching Queen, okay? Rather than watch Bohemian Rhapsody, go and watch their live footage. Well, not live, but, you know, in HD. Their Live Aid performance. Then you'll get the truth. You'll get the truth. So this is the world according to Garb. Glenn Close is first. Was it her first? Yeah. A constant erection. got a constant erection. <laughs> oh my goodness. The World According to Garp. Starring Glenn Close, John Lithgow, and Robin Williams. The late Robin Williams. So... Yeah, it was magnificent, truly. (sighs) Oscars and bitches, I'm a bitch when I want it. Because I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. Or as I say to Apple when, you know, they come out with a new phone. I'm not going to be ignored, Apple. (laughs) Yeah. I've never understood that. It's like, okay, they don't want it. You go and move on to another one. But, you know, sadly, I think she just loved the taste of his dick, you know? Maybe the character, but not Michael Douglas. Because Michael Douglas, I mean, you know, I I don't know. 
I saw him play Liberace and I just wanted out. <laughs> I wanted out. But you know, my friend whom I, I miss terribly and I know he's listening right now said to me the best thing about Behind the Candelabra Matt Damon's ass <laughs> he said when Matt Damon has that ass out I'm like you know the the Christian Bale in me wanted to say to him don't just don't just stare at it eat it and he would <laughs> he would eat it he would eat it until the cows come home. I'd call him up. Hey, it's 6.30 at night. What are you doing? I'm eating Matt Damon's ass. 11.30 at night. What are you doing? I'm eating Matt Damon's ass. The next day, what are you doing? I'm still eating Matt Damon's ass. Oh, save me some leftovers. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's where it's at. Uh you know, there's a really funny moment now that I'm, we're talking about Glenn Close. I think she was on Conan O'Brien one time and they were eating dog food together. Dog biscuits. Yeah. I thought, hmm. Hey, if that's what you got to do to win an Oscar, you know, I'll take some kibbles and bits. Okay. <laughs> when I think of Glenn Close, I think of Sarah Plain and Tall, Skylark. I love those movies kind of a hallmark hall of fame you know not those hallmark christmas movies because it shouldn't be christmas in july july is hot not santa unless you want to ride his you know what i don't so my oscar forecast for right now it could change i mean the oscars could get hit by a bus oh they're canceled best actor I need to be controversial here. John David Washington. Because you know what? He's the next generation. Denzel. I mean, I'm sure he's got constant erections. Just thinking of, you know, a career outside of Hollywood while his son takes over. And of course, best actress, Glenn Close. Best supporting actress, Regina King. I've loved Regina forever because show me the money. You were the best thing in um, that movie. Um, she was on 227. Come on. There ain't no place like there's no place like home. I mean, no place. Child. Woo! Yeah, she didn't sing that. But I think Marla uh, from uh, um, 227 did. OK, um, best best supporting actor. Mahershal Ali for Green Book. That could change. It could be Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy. Who knows what the forecast is going to be? Because what the fuck? Okay. This is the Dr. Seuss podcast. We have to give tribute to Uncle Vinny from Elvira. He died. Um, someone said he played Max Hedron. I don't know. Mistress of the Dark, Elvira, because you know I often I often talk about Elvira on this show. Elvira, remember when she made that stuff and they all ate it and they got all erotic? <laughs> okay. W. Morgan Shepherd, he died. When I think of him, I will ever, forever think of Uncle Vinny and Mistress of the Dark. 
Elvira. Yeah. So, this is the Dr. Seuss podcast. Let's give a cup of shut the fuck up to Brian Singer. You just, you need to just come forward. You're really making it bad for this movie, you know? Not a, not a very good reviewed movie. But then again, so Aquaman wasn't either. <laughs> and you people are just going in droves watching that shit. You wouldn't pay me a million dollars to watch it again. <laughs> Been there, done that. This is the Dr. Seuss Podcast. Good night. Because every day is like Monday. that a news flash welcome to the dr zeus podcast i'm the church lady and this is not church chat well christian bale very interesting declaration hmm. who could be causing batman himself to have a patrick bateman moment and to say that he was inspired by satan to play Dick Cheney, the Veep of 2000 and 2008, who basically ran the country while George W. was digging up armadillos in Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that special? The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by guests like the church lady and Christian Bale's declaration, so much so that the Church of Satan has already, well, I won't read their statement because I'm the church lady and it has nothing to do with me. Hit it, Pearl. Pearl, hit it. Um, I've got to look at this table and say thanks to everybody here. Megan, oh my God. Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. Oh, yes. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. You know... Christian Bale, he played Satan and basically American I almost said, American Psycho <laughs> you know, my favorite moment, I hated that film but I have to say when he says look at her asshole, don't just look at it, eat it and she eats it, you know I mean, he he's about making things happen and of course, I can never listen to Phil Collins the same way. You know, this is his studio, and he's fucking them to Phil Collins. <laughs> su, su, it's like the whales. Oh, oh yeah. Watch my close-up. Oh, fuck yeah. And then he does that, you know, bicep pose. I mean, damn. Could Leonardo DiCaprio have played that? No. Leonardo DiCaprio is nice, sweet. He did The Revenant. Hey, it's great. But he's got those blonde locks. He doesn't have that Christian Bale cock. You know what I'm saying? 
This is the Dr. Zeus podcast, and we are just, oh my goodness, well, me, you know, the Golden Globes just sucked. I mean, I literally was falling asleep, and I'm, I'm being very honest. I thought, what is wrong with me? Is it the weather? Is it because it's raining outside that it's my party and I'll cry if I want to, you know? Throwing fits like the man in the White House who just loves to throw fits every single day. And you know what happens, people, when you throw fits like that? Nobody gets paid. Nobody gets paid. No. Basically, he's telling everyone to eat cake. He's looking for money to build the wall. I'm talking about the wall, you know, not Pink Floyd's The Wall, not the Berlin Wall. No, the wall. Is it called a Trump wall? I don't know. Is Mexico going to pay for it? Hell no. Are you kidding me? They're Mexico. They're not stupid. Give me a break. I'm half Mexican. I should know. We ain't. It goes all the way back to the treasure of the Sierra Madre. Badges? I don't need to show you no stinking badges. Yeah. That one's for you. You know, I've given many cups of shut the bleep up. But, you know, sometimes I feel I should just play that clip of the bandits from the treasure of the Sierra Madre to send a message. And even John Houston himself said when, you know, Dick Cavett so, John, what kind did you use extras for? Sierra Madre. Oh, no, those were really bandits. Yes. You know, you treat them right and they'll appear in your picture for you. John Houston was as wild as they come. I mean, just ask daughter Angelica Houston. She loved her father, but she also knew that when it came to the wine, women, and song, it was a continuous after party. Continuous, yes. Not like the Golden Globes, which really weren't an after party, but a mundane show filled with no humor. Sandra O, oh, no humor. Sandra O, oh, no humor. You know, let, let's forget the, the other person that hosted with her. Or can we even call that hosting? How about coasting? Coasting along, people. You know, some people are controversially saying to me, well, you know, you just don't understand. I definitely understand. And when Brian Singer was not mentioned in the speeches, hmm. What does that tell you about that win for Bohemian Rhapsody, which was directed, most of it, by Brian Singer? Then he was fired. Then the other guy took over. And who got full credit by the Directors Guild of America? Brian Singer. So basically, you're supporting a film made by Kevin Spacey's Boy Wonder. Yes, because they're both in trouble and they both should be brought to justice. You know, I don't know. Or I do know. I know that there, there is just humor to be found in all of it. Of course, Kevin Spacey rolled up into court, basically looking like something from the good, the bad, and the evil. I'm not going to even say ugly. He, he had a hat that would have made Ian McKellen go, 
you, my dear, are the dumbest queen want to be to have us take foot to say that you're gay after trying to deflect controversy and to wear that stupid hat with a scarf. You are not Doctor Who and you, my dear, are not British. Yes. He's not British. You know, oh, I want to go and I want to be in control of the old Vic so I can get some dick. That was Kevin Spacey's major, major goal. Yes. I always knew he was gay. And and I think it's sad that, you know, he hid it. And, you know, he also. I mean, I don't know. It's it's the court is in session, shall we say. Brian Singer. I've heard so many stories over the years. I mean, how can you not believe them? How can you not? (sighs) I don't know. I didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody. I like some of it. And then, you know, I don't know. I liked Venom much better. You know, I've talked about that. How eating people, bad people, he could have just eaten the cast of that movie. It would have been such a better movie. Uh, the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. He could have just eaten Freddie Mercury right up, you know? We wouldn't have had... To, well, I'm sorry. Rami Malik, you know? Rami, Rami's all butthurt because Nicole Kidman wouldn't shake his hand. Well, hey, she's got Botox running through her veins. She can't even hear you anymore. The Botox is pumping. It's pumping. Did someone make a sound? Oh, yes, it's my Botox. Makes me feel so original. Keith Urban, I need another feed, Daddy. You know, she's she is hooked up to a Botox pump 24-7. Then it makes the ants slide off her face to their deaths. You know, Aquaman should have been called, and then there's Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I mean, it was chicken of the sea. She could have been on that can of tuna, you know? In fact, every time I mention Aquaman, I just have to have a tuna sandwich in tribute to how crappy that movie was. But the tuna, the tuna sandwich was so good. And I know how to make them. Because, you know, like Whitney, I learned from the best. And pussy just has to taste just right. <laughs> yes. Uh, flying along by the seat of my pants sometimes. The new year has been here for... This is day seven. Lucky seven. Okay, we're going to talk about some lucky sevens. In a few weeks, the Academy Award nominations are coming out. So, here's what's going to happen, okay? All right. Glenn Close has been nominated this week, so far, six times for the Academy Award. The first time for The World According to Garp, Best Supporting Actress. Second time, The Natural, Best Supporting Actress. Um, the Big Chill, Best Supporting Actress. Dangerous Liaisons, Best Actress. Fatal Attraction, Best Actress. She's not going to be ignored. Come on. That's the best moment from that. I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then her sixth nomination for Albert Nobbs. Playing a woman posing as a man to get what she needs. She does it very brilliantly. And she lost that Oscar 
to three-time winner Meryl Streep. Meryl wanted it badly. So did Glenn, though. Next week, Glenn will be nominated. I am very sure of this. I will bet $20 on the podcast. (laughs) Then I have to put it back into the show. Glenn will be nominated, Glenn Close, for her seventh, seventh Academy Award nomination for Best Actress for The Wife. She will win. The Golden Globes are not always a good forecaster. But here is the thing. She has given that speech. That speech was on the nightly news. When your speech is on the nightly news, you're bringing Oscar home, honey. You're bringing it home. You know, uh, it uh, originally it was a race between, well, a tight facial race between Lady Gaga for Star is Born and Olivia Coleman in The Natural. I mean, the favorite, the natural. Where's my brain at? Now, the Oscar is between Olivia Coleman, the favorite, and Glenn Close, the wife. Yes. Now, I loved Emily Blunt in Mary Poppins Returns. And if she were to win, that would be great. Surprise. But when you have been nominated seven lucky times... And the seventh time, 777, is the charm. And I'm saying this on the seventh day of January. Glenn Close, you're going to win the Oscar. After 30-something years being nominated, you're going home with an Oscar. Look Look at, for instance, last year. You have Gary Oldman. Brilliant, brilliant actor. The, uh, I mean, the chameleon of all chameleons. He played, he played fucking Dracula. Okay, he sucked the life out of Winona Ryder, that she just left Johnny Depp, and now he's wino forever. You know? Oh my God! When you, hey, when you've ridden Dracula's cock like Winona Ryder did, you would leave Johnny Depp in a second. Johnny who? Oh yeah. And those British cocks are really big. I mean, and they're sometimes uncut, you know. I should know. <sighs> Gary Oldman. A lot of controversy about him, but who cares? Fuck it. He won. Now, that was his second nomination. His first nomination in his entire career was for Tinker Taylor Soldier. Spy. Sorry. In his entire 30-something year career. His second nomination, second, was for playing Winston Churchill, and he won brilliantly. Brilliantly. So sometimes you're long overdue. Sometimes you've never been nominated. Sometimes you'll never be nominated again. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. 20 years ago, she won that Oscar and gave a very bratty speech. You know, it is a new day. It is a new world. I watched Shakespeare in Love and all I could think was, damn, Judy Dan, she won for that. Hey. I wasn't thinking, oh, Gwyneth, she's so amazing. This, oh, this ingenue. Un- and she's crying right now for her Oscar speech. And Jack Nicholson is looking at her thinking, I'd love to bang that. <laughs> You already did. It's called Laura Flynn Boyle. 
Skinny, dark-haired, but not Gwyneth. Maybe a tribute to Gwyneth when cigarettes had wings. Oh, my God. Gwyneth Paltrow. 20 years, one nomination, one win. Where has your career gone? Oh, you're in the Avengers movies. Where you make a, you know, you have a minor role. It's not like you're Black Widow. She's never been nominated. Isn't that an injustice? I love Scarlett Johansson. I loved her in Lost in Translation. Oh, and poor Bill Murray, who didn't win the Oscar. But you know, when you're up against Sean Penn, anything can happen. <laughs> Isn't that right, Mickey Rourke? <laughs> but see, my, my friend and his husband said it best. That, that I think that was the year they got married, too. Not Mickey Rourke, but my friend and his husband. They've been together for years. Um, He said to me that, you know, <laughs> or no, he says to my friend, he says, you know, that Marissa Tomei should get an Oscar. And he's like, why? He says, well, for having to kiss that ugly, you know what, Mickey Rourke. I mean, when you have to kiss him on screen, you should at least get something. <laughs> uh, uh, isn't that great? It's true, you know. Fate. Men, pay attention. Are you going to go and get a facelift after that? Are you kidding me? Look at Mickey Rourke. Talk about nine and a half weeks. The horror sequel. Um, now, we're going to talk really extensively about Glenn Close. Um, when I think of Glenn Close, of course, we all think of it. Not just Sarah Plain and Tall, but we also think about Fatal. Where is it? Come on. Fatal. Attraction, not fat attraction. I, I typed in the wrong thing and Weird Al Yankovic came up. Fatal attraction. Because you know, and yeah, she lost to Cher. And I love Cher. I love Cher. I loved Moonstruck. And you know, in a perfect world, you could have a tie right there. <laughs> but it didn't happen. Um, I think. Well, it didn't so much stop people from having affairs. It, it did scare the shit out of them from having them. I mean, you know, especially if you're Michael Douglas. Um, let's see here. Fatal Attraction. The Boiled Bunny. We don't need to see that. Oh, this is great. This is the line, people. That I hope she says this if she wins the Oscar. When she wins, sorry. I'm not going to be ignored, Oscar. Michael Douglas overacting. not going to be ignored, okay? Let's hear that again, shall we? Calls you change your number. I'm, I'm not going to be ignored, then. Ooh. Yeah. 
My oh my! I mean, Glenn Close. What up? Um, okay, for for fun, let's play the. I I don't like seeing boiled bunnies. No. What's this? Oh, we don't need to see the. I think everyone has an idea about this movie. You know, everyone. <laughs> um, I love the world according to Garp. Because it's so off the wall, perfect for Robin Williams, for you know John Lithgow. You have to watch it to really believe it. I mean, it's like watching Queen. Okay, rather than watch Bohemian Rhapsody, go and watch their live footage. Well, not live, but you know, in HD, their Live Aid performance. Then you'll get the truth. You'll get the truth. So, this is the world according to Garb. Glenn Close is first. Was it her first? Yeah. I've always wanted a child. I put it out by myself. I would. A god or nature or whatever. Now, you know, you need a man. You know what men are like. Full of lust. I can talk to you because you're past all that. What? You're not clean enough to walk. It's a very nasty bone. Anyway, the war was on. I was a nurse. One day they brought in a tail gunner who had been wounded by anti-aircraft in a raid over Germany. A splinter of steel had lodged in his brain, and all he could say was his name, Garp. For medical reasons I couldn't quite understand, he also had a constant erection. <laughs> it constant erection. It was part of his name, Garp. It was then that I knew that he wouldn't last much longer. His erections continued, however, quite unabated. Not yet, no, not yet. She's getting to the good parts. Anyway, where was I? He kept having erections. (laughs) The story of your life. He was dying. I wanted a child. Seemed like a good way to have one without the bother of a husband hanging around who had legal rights to my body. So one night when I was on duty and the wounded and maimed were all asleep, I went to him. He was asleep. Now he's got a constant erection. <laughs> oh my goodness. The World According to Garp. Starring Glenn Close, John Lithgow, and Robin Williams. The late Robin Williams. So... Yeah, it was magnificent, truly. (sighs) Oscars and bitches, I'm a bitch. 
when I want it. Because I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. Or as I say to Apple when, you know, they come out with a new phone. I'm not going to be ignored, Apple. (laughs) I've never understood that. It's like, okay, they don't want it. You go and move on to another one. But, you know, sadly, I think she just loved the taste of his dick, you know? Maybe the character, but not Michael Douglas. Because Michael Douglas, I mean, you know. I... uh, I don't know. I saw him play Liberace and I just wanted out. <laughs> I wanted out. But you know, my friend whom I, I miss terribly and I know he's listening right now said to me the best thing about Behind the Candelabra. Matt Damon's ass. <laughs> he said when Matt Damon has that ass out. I'm like, you know, the... The Christian Bale in me wanted to say to him, don't just, don't just stare at it, eat it. And he would, (laughs) he would eat it. He would eat it until the cows come home. I'd call him up, hey, it's 6.30 at night, what are you doing? I'm eating Matt Damon's ass. 11.30 at night, what are you doing? I'm eating Matt Damon's ass. The next day, what are you doing? I'm still eating Matt Damon's ass. Oh, save me some leftovers. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's where it's at. <laughs> uh. You know, there's a really funny moment now that I'm, I'm, we're talking about Glenn Close. I think she was on Conan O'Brien one time and they were eating dog food together. Dog biscuits. Yeah. I thought, hmm. Hey, if that's what you got to do to win an Oscar. You know, I'll take some kibbles and bits, okay? <laughs> when I think of Glenn Close, I think of Sarah Plain and Tall, Skylark. I love those movies. Kind of a Hallmark Hall of Fame. You know, not those Hallmark Christmas movies because it shouldn't be Christmas in July. July is hot. Not Santa. Unless you want to ride his, you know what? I don't. So... My Oscar forecast for right now, it could change. I mean, the Oscars could get hit by a bus. Oh, they're canceled. Best actor. I need to be controversial here. John David Washington. Because you know what? He's the next generation. Denzel, I mean, I'm sure he's got constant erections. Just thinking of, you know, a career outside of Hollywood while his son takes over. And of course, best actress Glenn Close, best supporting actress Regina King. I've loved Regina forever because show me the money. You were the best thing in um, that movie. Um, She was on 227. Come on. There ain't no place like there's no place like home. I mean, no place child. Woo! Yeah, she didn't sing that, but I think Marla uh, from Two Two Seven did. Okay, um, best best supporting actor, Mahershala Ali for Green Book. That could change. It could be Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy. Who knows what the forecast is going to be? Because what the fuck? Okay, this is the Doctor Seuss podcast. We have to give tribute to Uncle Vinny from Elvira. 
he died. Um, someone said he played Max Hedron. I don't know. Mistress of the Dark, Elvira, because you know I often I often talk about Elvira on this show. Elvira. Remember when she made that stuff and they all ate it and they got all erotic? <laughs> okay. W. Morgan Shepard, he died. When I think of him, I will ever, forever think of Uncle Vinny and Mistress of the Dark. Elvira. Yeah. So, this is the Dr. Seuss podcast. Let's give a cup of shut the fuck up to Brian Singer. You just, you need to just come forward. You're really making it bad for this movie, you know? Not a, not a very good reviewed movie. But then again, so Aquaman wasn't either. <laughs> and you people are just going in droves watching that shit. You wouldn't pay me a million dollars to watch it again. <laughs> Been there, done that. This is the Dr. Seuss podcast. Good night. Because every day is like Monday. What do you love so much? Your Majesty. Speak up, girl. I know who I am. Do you love stories of kings and queens? Of feats of arms? Or is it courtly love? I love theatre. To have stories acted for me by a company of fellows isn't... They're not acted for you. They are acted for me. And? And I love poetry above all. Above Lord Wessex. <laughs> My lord, when you cannot find your wife, you better look for her at the playhouse. <laughs> Playwrights teach us nothing about love. They make it pretty, they make it comical, or they make it lust. They cannot make it true. Oh, but they can. I mean, Your Majesty, they, they do not. They have not, but I believe there is one who can. My Lady Viola is young in the world, Your Majesty. is wise, isn't it? Nature and truth are the very enemies of play acting. I'll wager my fortune. I thought you were here because you had none. <laughs> well, no one will take your wager, it seems. Fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. A very worthy sum on a very worthy question. Can a play show us the very truth and nature of love? I bear witness to the wager and will be the judge of it as occasion arises. I've seen nothing to settle it yet. Well, no more fireworks? They will be soothing after the excitements of Lady Viola's audience. <laughs> Have her then, but you're a lordly fool. She's been plucked since I saw her last and not by you. It takes a woman to know it. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm under the weather. I think I caught something after that speech. You you could catch the flu. It was so bad. Oh my god. I don't want to elaborate too much. But you know what? It was like watching one of those bad car salesmen. 
and he's telling you that you have to buy the Mercedes and you have to buy all the bells and whistles or you will crash. You will crash into a ravine and be filled with shit because the the, the government um, shutdown will not end unless you buy that Mercedes so he can drive it off the cliff. Meanwhile, you have Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Amy, can you hear me? Where's Chuck? Oh, he's with Amy Schumer. But right now, it's about Pelosi. Pelosi might just become the first female president. Since Dick, I almost said Dick Cheney. Oops, wrong VP. Don't tell Christian Bale that. Him and Satan have a wager. Um, Mike Pence can't even cover up the lies. Was cornered about it on the news before the speech. <laughs> so they're both going to be impeached. A two for one sale. A two for fucking one sale. Which means that Nancy Pelosi, you're going to McDonald's, honey. Get that filet o fish. The one that Oprah just loves so much. Hey, Stedman. We're going to McDonald's. Don't tell Gail. <laughs> yeah. I figured it would be sensible to have the show open with Shakespeare in love. But I could not find a video clip <coughs> of after Shakespeare has had Lady Violet. And they knock on the door and they're like, Milady, it is a new day. And she's like, it is a new world. Well, when you have it, you know, Shakespeare's caught going in and out of you. You could say that the world is on fire and she would just be smiling. Is it? Oh, it was so gigantic. It was like a quill pen with feet. And it wrote me, yes, so slippery, I fell right on it. Oh, and the lyrics, the lyrics made me laugh with joy and cry with passion. (laughs) No. But Judy Dench, I love her as a queen. Oh, my God. So wet, so wet. Oh, so wet, so wet. Oh, she looked, you know, but she's got that big old outfit on. And every time I look at that big old outfit now, it almost is like she is Optimus Prime with a head sticking out, you know, like, all right, Transformers, transform for Master Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, people. It's been one hell of a day. I'm tired. I won't go to sleep. Oh, I did catch some Z's for a little bit. Mm. You know, that speech just takes a lot out of you. I mean, I don't really want to elaborate on it. Or him. He can fuck off. My friend was texting me and I thought she was talking about the speech. And she said, oh no. Oh, oh, you're watching a Clint Eastwood Because she says, are you watching the Green Gauntlet? And I thought, oh, that motherfucker. 
he's on TV now. <laughs> yeah. Elvira, Elvira, can you hear me? No, I can't. I'm sure tomorrow I'll be subbing again. Yay! Not. But Chipotle is in my thoughts and in my tummy. Coming soon. The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by Chipotle. Eat healthy and you'll get butt fucked like me. Let's give a cup of shut the fuck up to White Pence, who believes that even dogs eating cat food is normal. Well, you know, his wife, he does call her mother and uh, he can't be alone with another female. The temptation of her arms. Can you just imagine? It's like out of a Dracula. Mike Pence would not have lasted a day with those vampire chicks. Come lay down with us, Mr. Pence. Lay down with us, Mr. Pence. That's it. We're going to show you the world. Oh, they're so magical. They're like God's sacred creatures. And then they, you know, basically finish him. It's like out of Mortal Kombat. Finish him! Yeah. But that's only into fantasy land of vampires. And Kate Bush. I love her videos. Oh my god. Now we know where Tori Amos gets it. You know, years ago, there was this little dude and he mistook... Tori Amos for Tori Spelling and he's like are you still mad at Shannon Doherty and she's like oh honey oh you're the cutest little thing I'm I'm not Tori Spelling I'm Tori Amos I can get you my records that I make you know and um he just kept pestering her and she she thought it was hilarious I guess you know he's never heard um some of her music so yeah the Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by sleep and bullshit and the bullshit that i saw on tv just put me to sleep kind of like watching the golden globes you know right now they're making a brouhaha but it's win should have they have won no i like rami malik but mr robot come on stick to mr robot it doesn't need to be mr robot starring academy award winner rami malik oh god even Glenn Close herself is like, I'll have to eat a dog biscuit for that one. <sighs> People, it's not going to happen. It's just not. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by wetness. Yes. So right now, Grab yourself a male tampon and just douse it. Douse it in the bullshit because it's bedtime. I already gave my cup of shut the you know what. So unpleasant dreams. Go suck on it. What do you love so much? Your Majesty. Speak up, girl. I know who I am. Do you love stories of kings and queens? Of feats of arms? 
Or is it courtly love? I love theatre. To have stories acted for me by a company of fellows isn't... They're not acted for you, they're acted for me. And? And I love poetry above all. Above Lord Wessex. <laughs> My lord, when you cannot find your wife, you better look for her at the playhouse. <laughs> Playwrights teach us nothing about love. They make it pretty, they make it comical, or they make it lust. They cannot make it true. Oh, but they can. I mean, Your Majesty, they, they do not. They have not, but I believe there is one who can. My Lady Viola is young in the world, Your Majesty, is wise, isn't it? Nature and truth are the very enemies of play acting. I'll wager my fortune. I thought you were here because you had none. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one will take your wager, it seems. Fifty pounds. Fifty pounds? A very worthy sum on a very worthy question. Can a play show us the very truth and nature of love? I bear witness to the wager and will be the judge of it as occasion arises. I've seen nothing to settle it yet. Well, no more fireworks? They will be soothing after the excitements of Lady Viola's audience. <laughs> Have her then, but you're a lordly fool. She's been plucked since I saw her last, and not by you. Takes a woman to know it. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm under the weather. I think I caught something after that speech. You you could catch the flu. It was so bad. Oh my god. I don't want to elaborate too much. But you know what? It was like watching one of those bad car salesmen. And he's telling you that you have to buy the Mercedes. And you have to buy all the bells and whistles. Or you will crash. You will crash into a ravine. And be filled with shit. Because the... The the government... Um, shutdown will not end unless you buy that Mercedes so he can drive it off the cliff. Meanwhile, you have Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Amy, can you hear me? Where's Chuck? Oh, he's with Amy Schumer. But right now, it's about Pelosi. Pelosi might just become the first female president. Since Dick, I almost said Dick Cheney. Oops, wrong VP. Don't tell Christian Bale that. Him and Satan have a wager. Um, Mike Pence can't even cover up the lies. Was cornered about it on the news before the speech. So they're both going to be impeached. A two for one sale. A two for fucking one sale. Which means that Nancy Pelosi, you're going to McDonald's, honey. Get that filet-o-fish the one that Oprah just loves so much hey Stedman we're going to McDonald's don't tell Gail (laughs) 
I figured it would be sensible to have the show open with Shakespeare in love. But I could not find a video clip of after Shakespeare has had Lady Violet. And they knock on the door and they're like, Milady, it is a new day. And she's like, it is a new world. Well, when you have it, you know, Shakespeare's caught going in and out of you. You could say that the world is on fire and she would just be smiling. Is it? Oh, it was so gigantic. It was like a quill pen with feet. And it wrote me. Yes. So slippery. I fell right on it. Oh, and the lyrics. The lyrics made me laugh with joy and cry with passion. No. Oh. But Judy Dench, I love her as queen. Oh my god. So wet, so wet. Oh, so wet, so wet. Oh, she looked, you know, but she's got that big old outfit on. And every time I look at that big old outfit now, it almost is like she is Optimus Prime with a head sticking out, you know, like, all right, Transformers, transform for Master Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, people. It's been one hell of a day. I'm tired. I won't go to sleep. Oh, I did catch some Z's for a little bit. Mm. You know, that speech just takes a lot out of you. I mean, I don't really want to elaborate on it. Or him. He can fuck off. My friend was texting me and I thought she was talking about the speech. And she said, oh, no. Oh, oh, you're watching a Clint Eastwood. Because she says, are you watching the Green Gauntlet? And I thought, oh, that motherfucker. He's on TV now. (laughs) Yeah. Elvira, Elvira, can you hear me? No, I can't. I'm sure tomorrow I'll be subbing again. Yay! Not. But Chipotle is in my thoughts and in my tummy coming soon the Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Chipotle eat healthy and you'll get butt fucked like me let's give a cup of shut the fuck up to white pants who believes that even dogs eating cat food is normal well you know his wife he does call her mother and uh, he can't be alone with another female the temptation of her arms can you just imagine it's like out of uh, Dracula Mike Pence would not have lasted a day with those vampire chicks come lay down with us Mr. Pence lay down with us Mr. Pence that's it We're going to show you the world. Oh, they're so magical. They're like God's sacred creatures. And then they, you know, basically finish him. It's like out of Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Yeah. But that's only into fantasy land of vampires. And Kate Bush. I love her videos. 
Oh my God. Now we know where Tori Amos gets it. You know, years ago, there was this little dude and he mistook Tori Amos for Tori Spelling. And he's like, are you still mad at Shannon Doherty? And she's like, oh, honey. Oh, you're the cutest little thing. I'm I'm not Tori Spelling. I'm Tori Amos. I can get you my records that I make, you know. And um, he just kept pestering her. And she, she thought it was hilarious. I guess, you know, he's never heard um, some of her music. So, yeah. The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by sleep and bullshit. And the bullshit that I saw on TV just put me to sleep. Kind of like watching the Golden Globes. You know, right now they're making a brouhaha. But it's win. Should have they have won? No. I like Rami Malek, but Mr. Robot, come on. Stick to Mr. Robot. It doesn't need to be Mr. Robot starring Academy Award winner Rami Malek. Oh, God. Even Glenn Close herself is like, I'll have to eat a dog biscuit for that one. (sighs) People. It's not going to happen. It's just not. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by wetness. Yes. So right now, grab yourself a male tampon. Just douse it. Douse it in the bullshit. Because it's bedtime. I already gave my cup of shut the you know what. So unpleasant dreams. Go suck on it. What do you love so much? Your Majesty. Speak up, girl. I know who I am. Do you love stories of kings and queens? Of feats of arms? Or is it courtly love? I love theatre. To have stories acted for me by a company of fellows isn't... They're not acted for you. They are acted for me. And? And I love poetry above all. Above Lord Wessex. My lord, when you cannot find your wife, you better look for her at the playhouse. (laughs) Playwrights teach us nothing about love. They make it pretty, they make it comical, or they make it lust. They cannot make it true. Oh, but they can. I mean, your majesty, they, they do not, they have not, but I believe there is one who can. My Lady Viola is young in the world, Your Majesty, is wise in it. Nature and truth are the very enemies of play-acting. I'll wager my fortune. I thought you were here because you had none. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no one will take your wager, it seems. Fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. A very worthy sum on a very worthy question. Can a play show us the very truth and nature of love? I bear witness to the wager and will be the judge of it as occasion arises. I've seen nothing to settle it yet. Are there no more fireworks? 
They will be soothing after the excitements of Lady Viola's audience. <laughs> Have her then, but you're a lordly fool. She's been plucked since I saw her last, and not by you. It takes a woman to know it. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm under the weather. I think I caught something after that speech. You you could catch the flu. It was so bad. Oh my god. I don't want to elaborate too much. But you know what? It was like watching one of those bad car salesmen. And he's telling you that you have to buy the Mercedes. And you have to buy all the bells and whistles. Or you will crash. You will crash into a ravine. And be filled with shit. Because the... The the government... um, Shutdown will not end unless you buy that Mercedes. So he can drive it off the cliff. Meanwhile... You have... Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Amy, can you hear me? Where's Chuck? Oh, he's with Amy Schumer. But right now, it's about Pelosi. Pelosi might just become the first female president. Since Dick, I almost said Dick Cheney. Oops, wrong VP. Don't tell Christian Bale that. Him and Satan have a wager. Um, Mike Pence can't even cover up the lies was cornered about it on the news before the speech <laughs> so they're both going to be impeached a two for one sale a two for fucking one sale which means that Nancy Pelosi you're going to McDonald's honey get that filet o fish the one that Oprah just loves so much hey Stedman we're going to McDonald's don't tell Gail. <laughs> yeah. I figured it would be sensible to have the show open with Shakespeare in love. But I could not find a video clip of after Shakespeare has had Lady Violet. And they knock on the door and they're like, Milady. It is a new day. And she's like, it is a new world. Well, when you have it, you know, Shakespeare's caught going in and out of you. You could say that the world is on fire and she would just be smiling. Is it? Oh, it was so gigantic. It was like a quill pen with feet. And it wrote me. Yes. So slippery, I fell right on it. Oh, and the lyrics, the lyrics made me laugh with joy and cry with passion. <laughs> no. Oh. But Judy Dench, I love her as a queen. Oh, my God. So wet, so wet. Oh, so wet, so wet. Oh, she looked, you know. But she's got that big old outfit on. And every time I look at that big old outfit now, it almost is like she is Optimus Prime with a head. 
sticking out, you know, like, all right, Transformers, transform from Master Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, people. It's been one hell of a day. I'm tired. I won't go to sleep. Oh, I did catch some Z's for a little bit. Mm. You know, that speech just takes a lot out of you. I mean, I don't really want to elaborate on it. Or him. He can fuck off. My friend was texting me and I thought she was talking about the speech. And she said, oh no. Oh, oh you're watching a Clint Eastwood. Because she says, are you watching the Green Gauntlet? And I thought, oh, that motherfucker. He's on TV now. <laughs> yeah. Elvira, Elvira, can you hear me? No, I can't. I'm sure tomorrow I'll be subbing again. Yay! Not. But Chipotle is in my thoughts and in my tummy. Coming soon. The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by Chipotle. Eat healthy and you'll get butt fucked like me. Let's give a cup of shut the fuck up to Mike Pence, who believes that even dogs eating cat food is normal. Well, you know, his wife, he does call her mother and he can't be alone with another female. The temptation of her arms. Can you just imagine? It's like out of a Dracula. Mike Pence would not have lasted a day with those vampire chicks. Come lay down with us, Mr. Pence. Lay down with us, Mr. Pence. That's it. We're going to show you the world. Oh, they're so magical. They're like God's sacred creatures. And then they, you know, basically finish him. It's like out of Mortal Kombat. Finish him! Yeah. That's all into fantasy land of vampires and Kate Bush. I love her videos. Oh my god. Now we know where Tori Amos gets it. You know, years ago, there was this little dude and he mistook Tori Amos for Tori Spelling and he's like, Are you still mad at Shannon Doherty? And she's like, Oh honey, oh you're the cutest little thing. I'm I'm not Tori Spelling, I'm Tori Amos. I can get you my records that I make, you know. And um he just kept pestering her and she she thought it was hilarious. I guess, you know, he's never heard um some of her music, so yeah. The Doctor Zeus podcast is brought to you by Sleep. And bullshit. And the bullshit that I saw on TV just put me to sleep. Kind of like watching the Golden Globes. You know, right now they're making a brouhaha. But it's win. Should have they have won? No. I like Rami Malik, but Mr. Robot, come on. Stick to Mr. Robot. It doesn't need to be Mr. Robot starring Academy Award winner Rami Malik. Oh, God. Even Glenn Close herself is like, I'll have to eat a dog biscuit for that one. <sighs> People, it's not going to happen. It's just not. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by wetness. Yes.
So right now, grab yourself a male tampon and just douse it. Douse it in the bullshit because it's bedtime. I already gave my cup of shut the you know what. So unpleasant dreams. Go suck on it. What do you love so much? Your Majesty. Speak up, girl. I know who I am. Do you love stories of kings and queens? Of feats of arms? Or is it courtly love? I love theatre. To have stories acted for me by a company of fellows isn't... They're not acted for you. They are acted for me. And? And I love poetry above all. Above Lord Wessex. (laughs) My lord, when you cannot find your wife, you better look for her at the playhouse. (laughs) Playwrights teach us nothing about love. They make it pretty, they make it comical, or they make it lust. They cannot make it true. Oh, but they can. I mean, Your Majesty, they they do not. They have not. But I believe there is one who can. My Lady Viola is young in the world, Your Majesty. is wise, isn't it? Nature and truth are the very enemies of play acting. I'll wager my fortune. I thought you were here because you had none. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no one will take your wager, it seems. Fifty pounds. Fifty pounds? A very worthy sum on a very worthy question. Can a play show us the very truth and nature of love? I bear witness to the wager and will be the judge of it as occasion arises. I've seen nothing to settle it yet. Are there no more fireworks? They will be soothing after the excitements of Lady Viola's audience. (laughs) Have her then, but you're a lordly fool. She's been plucked since I saw her last, and not by you. Takes a woman to know it. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm under the weather. I think I caught something after that speech. You, You could catch the flu. It was so bad. Oh my god. I don't want to elaborate too much. But you know what? It was like watching one of those bad car salesmen. And he's telling you that you have to buy the Mercedes. And you have to buy all the bells and whistles. Or you will crash. You will crash into a ravine. And be filled with shit. Because the... The, the government um, shutdown will not end unless you buy that Mercedes so he can drive it off the cliff. Meanwhile, you have Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Amy, can you hear me? Where's Chuck? Oh, he's with Amy Schumer. But right now it's about Pelosi. Pelosi might just become the first female president. Since Dick, I almost said Dick Cheney. Oops, wrong VP. Don't tell Christian Bale that. 
him and Satan have a wager. Um, Mike Pence can't even cover up the lies. Was cornered about it on the news before the speech. <laughs> so they're both going to be impeached. A two for one sale. A two for fucking one sale. Which means that Nancy Pelosi, you're going to McDonald's, honey. Get that filet o fish. The one that Oprah just loves so much. Hey, Stedman. We're going to McDonald's. Don't tell Gail. <laughs> yeah. I figured it would be sensible to have the show open with Shakespeare in love. But I could not find a video clip <coughs> of after Shakespeare has had Lady Violet. And they knock on the door and they're like, Milady, it is a new day. And she's like, it is a new world. Well, when you have it. You know, Shakespeare's caught going in and out of you. You could say that the world is on fire and she would just be smiling. Is it? Oh, it was so gigantic. It was like a quill pen with feet. And it wrote me. Yes. So slippery. I fell right on it. Oh, and the lyrics. The lyrics made me laugh with joy and cry with passion. Ah, ah. No. Oh. But Judy Dench, I love her as a queen. Oh my god. So wet, so wet. Oh, so wet, so wet. Oh, she looked, you know, but she's got that big old outfit on. And every time I look at that big old outfit now, it almost is like she is Optimus Prime with a head sticking out, you know, like, all right, Transformers, transform from Master Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, people. It's been one hell of a day. I'm tired. I won't go to sleep. Oh, I did catch some Z's for a little bit. Mm. You know, that speech just takes a lot out of you. I mean, I don't really want to elaborate on it. Or him. He can fuck off. My friend was texting me and I thought she was talking about the speech. And she said, oh no. Oh, oh you're watching a Clint Eastwood. Because she says, are you watching the Green Gauntlet? And I thought, oh, that motherfucker. He's on TV now. <laughs> yeah. Elvira, Elvira, can you hear me? No, I can't. I'm sure tomorrow I'll be subbing again. Yay! Not. But Chipotle is in my thoughts. And in my tummy. Coming soon. The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by Chipotle. Eat healthy and you'll get butt fucked. Like me? Let's give a cup of shut the fuck up to Mike Pence, who believes that even dogs eating cat food is normal. Well, you know, his wife, he does call her mother, and he can't be alone with another female. The temptation of her arms. Can you just imagine? It's like out of a Dracula 
Mike Pence would not have lasted a day with those vampire chicks. Come lay down with us, Mr. Pence. Lay down with us, Mr. Pence. That's it. We're going to show you the world. Oh, they're so magical. They're like God's sacred creatures. And then they, you know, basically finish him. It's like out of Mortal Kombat. Finish him! Yeah. But that's only into fantasy land of vampires. And Kate Bush. I love her videos. Oh my god. Now we know where Tori Amos gets it. You know, years ago, there was this little dude, and he mistook Tori Amos for Tori Spelling, and he's like, are you still mad at Shannon Doherty? And she's like, oh, honey, oh, you're the cutest little thing. I'm I'm not Tori Spelling, I'm Tori Amos. I can get you my records that I make, you know? And um, he just kept pestering her, and she, she thought it was hilarious. I guess, you know, he's never heard um, some of her music, so, yeah. The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by sleep and bullshit. And the bullshit that I saw on TV just put me to sleep. Kind of like watching the Golden Globes. You know, right now they're making a brouhaha. But it's win. Should have they have won? No. I like Rami Malek, but Mr. Robot, come on. Stick to Mr. Robot. It doesn't need to be Mr. Robot starring Academy Award winner Rami Malek. Oh, God. Even Glenn Close herself is like, I'll have to eat a dog biscuit for that one. (sighs) People. It's not going to happen. It's just not. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by wetness. Yes. So right now, grab yourself a male tampon. Just douse it. Douse it in the bullshit. Because it's bedtime. I already gave my cup of shut the you know what. So unpleasant dreams. Go suck on it.